I'm Deva Flowers. And I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. Welcome to Creating Leaders of Character. Our purpose in creating this podcast is to help you empower yourself as a leader. Specifically as a leader of character. Deva and I come from two very different times. You might consider me an old school kind of leader. And I'm what might be considered an emerging leader. As different as our perspectives may be, we both agree that leading with character is important these days. Actually, it's always been important. Now, it may even be critical. Throughout this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, not to convince you to think like either of us, but to help you develop your own perspectives and apply them to make you a better leader. A leader of character. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Well, it's been a while since we've been together, but we are now kind of together. Hello, Deva. How are you, Mom? Hey, y'all. I'm back. You How's are it back. How's going? It's, it's better than you. Well, no, no. <laughs> uh, the temperature right here where I am, Deva, is 16. What? Uh, the low is forecasted to be minus 6 tonight. We've got about 6 inches of snow out there. Uh, so if you wow. like snow and you like cold, it's beautiful. If not, not so much. <laughs> but I'm that was saying, fun. I, I haven't seen real snow in a while. The last snow I saw was dipping dots, is what I called it. Oh. So, so yeah, I I always say the weather changes on Halloween. At least in Central Texas, it always gets to be our big first rain is on Halloween. So today's October 29th. So we're almost there, and we're it's almost there. it's it's 60 here. So oh, well, that's not <laughs> and that's bad. cold for us. So. Yeah. Well, uh, some uh, good news, great news, wonderful news uh, since we last uh, podcasted, since we uh, last spoke, because you went off and decided to have a baby. Well, I guess you had decided that nine months ago. But anyway, you had decided <laughs> the baby came out. It popped out. Uh, Joel, I think, is what you call yeah, him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, sorry, go. sorry about your uh, your Bobby. We were gonna have Bobby, but yeah, uh, well, what the heck? Oh. I'm gonna call him whatever I, I want anyway. <laughs> no, but, I know. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and are you okay? That's the question number one. You. Are, are you okay? Is he okay? Is dad okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, health-wise, we are all good. And uh, man, I I think I'd like to talk to you about just this story. You said it would be something that I could never imagine, and uh, that my opinions would change and my priorities would change, and um. Man, some of the thoughts that I've heard people say that I would have was, my life is over. Just kidding. No, it's not over. <laughs> it's beginning. <laughs> it's, no, it's totally beginning. And uh, I, I do feel like um, that first month after uh, getting in the rhythm, learning what rhythm is, and also um, it's not that my life is over, but there are some new limitations that I'm learning. Um, for instance, we have to schedule, you know, if, if Jacob wants to go to the gym, if I want to go to the gym, when that's going to happen, and that's not our biggest priority, but, um, it's definitely interesting to know, like, I want more than anything in the world to just be anything Joel needs at any moment. But that means that I have to be available at any moment. And, and for a young person, at least uh, if you've, if you're listening and you've never had kids before, it's like, I want more than anything to be available and you've never had to be available for anyone at any moment. Um, So, so yeah, in in short, we are good. Um, I at first wanted that home birth experience I was talking about, um, that didn't happen because I had early preeclampsia. 
which if you don't know what that is, it's just high blood pressure and um, it's called preeclampsia when the blood pressure is so high that it could turn into seizures. So uh, pretty serious, but we caught it early as far as the high blood pressure went. So we were in the hospital and uh, they were so nice to us. They really did everything they could. Um, but it was still difficult because, you know, I've never been to the hospital before. It's hard for me personally to take ibuprofen if I have a headache. I don't really take medicine. So um, being pumped full of medicine and being attached to a heart rate monitor and and medicine, that's definitely, uh, I would just wasn't used to it. So it was yeah. definitely a shock for me uh, yeah. mentally and emotionally. Yeah. Well, and you know, since we talk about character on this uh, podcast, that that really it was in a sense testing your character. Oh you yeah. Know, you could have re- freaked out and all kinds done of all kinds of things, <laughs> but uh, you were strong enough to maintain your you know your composure and, and I I you know as a guy I can't even well I've been there twice, but I still can't imagine being Deb you know and the baby coming yeah. out of your mouth you know it's like it, it, just imagine that. Uh, Deva, that there was a, that little guy that's sitting there on your shoulder was mm-hmm. inside of you just a few months ago. And, and, and for nine months, you know, from a little tiny seed to now a person in one day, uh, you know, 18 years from now, you're going to, I hope you remember this conversation before you smack yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, it's just a, a miracle. It, it is truly a miracle, uh, this idea of birth, you know, and it happens all the time. But I think, and I think I said this before we took our hiatus, that this is probably the toughest, I'll say, character test that you've ever had. All of the other stuff is cognitive. You know, do uh, do I lie? Well, you can decide that. You can choose that. Do I steal? You can choose that. Uh, All kinds of things that you can choose. But once you're pregnant, well, I guess you can choose not to. I suppose to. Yeah. Uh, I suppose you can do that. But still, if you choose to, uh, you know, it's like uh, so many people I've heard or seen on movies. Uh, at just at birth, the the mom says, "No, no, I don't want to do this." Too yeah, bad. there's no getting out of it. <laughs> you're not. You cannot. You're out. You're in. You're all in. You you don't have yeah. a choice. So uh, that's a, I think a, a, a big test of character. And I uh, and it's this is just the beginning. You know, I think uh, you mentioned uh, the, a couple of weeks ago you weren't getting any sleep. Well, mm-hmm. that's a test of character. Uh, regardless, you still got to take care of the little guy and take care of yourself and take care of your husband. And you all got to work together and all that kind of stuff, you know, which is really no kidding character building. And eventually it'll settle down a little bit. You know, he'll, I don't know, is he sleeping at, at all? Yeah, well, currently, uh, listeners can't see this, but he's he's sleeping on my chest, which is one of his favorite places. So he's on my shoulder, and um, he is sleeping a little bit more during the night. Um, but I actually, I don't think I, I'm not sure if I told you, but when he was born, I didn't know how to let him put him down. I didn't understand it. I said, wait, he's been part of me for nine months and now I have to put him in this plastic box that they say that you should put him in the hospital that doesn't make any sense and in the hospital they actually said um, that I was not allowed to sleep with him on my chest I was not allowed to fall asleep and the reason was that people have dropped their babies before and uh, they'd have to go and you know make sure their skull isn't cracked and all the horrible stuff yeah so um I said, I'm sorry, um, emotionally. And I guess maybe my leadership instinct was like, I don't know. I don't know how to put him down. I don't know how to trust anybody else with this right now. And, uh, and so I did not sleep. And I don't know if that was a 
it definitely wasn't a good decision, but I didn't know how to do any other decision. But for three nights um, and most it, pretty much into the fourth day, um, I didn't sleep at all. I maybe closed my eyes for an hour. Um, and uh, and even when Jacob had the baby, I just couldn't figure it out. And I think that there was uh, we talk about character development and there's a lot of that going on when you go through some kind of trauma. Um, and like you said, it's one of the hardest, I think, character development pieces for for a woman to go through and uh after after that that trauma I think I just had to keep my eyes open um and that was hard I also found on the fourth day um there was a point where uh I you know felt dizzy or my body felt so heavy and and my emotions were just all over the place and then that was whenever uh Jacob was like all right (laughs) you really need to need to sleep so so yeah, definitely um, difficult. Um, and my my just personality, I think, is completely different after having gone through uh, that. And one more thing I wanted to say was was that my my friends, some of my friends, are going through the same thing. And it's really easy to say that you're the only one experiencing what you're experiencing. Before I had Joel, I had a friend who told me that she gave birth naturally and and she told me, you know, I've almost forgotten what it was like. I think our body does that to us. It just helps us forget how how horrible or painful it was because now the baby's here and they're wonderful. They really are. I mean, I love him. He's amazing. And um, just today I was kind of reminiscing a little bit. Um, I saw a post online on social media from another close friend who said um, that they were transferred to the hospital because they had too much amniotic fluid. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the comments, she, she noted, you know, this wasn't my original plan. And I had to take a moment because I was thinking, wow, you know, somebody else that was thinking they were going to be able to play music and light candles and have their husband help them um, give birth, have to be, you know, sitting in a hospital bed and attached to all these cables and everything. And, so it's a good wake up call to know, like, no matter whether it's birth or, or another trauma or another just hard season, um, it's it's cheesy to say you're not alone. But uh, there's someone who has something similar that's going on that maybe you could talk to or or otherwise. Yeah. So. Well, and uh, you have uh, some Air, Air Force background, a CAP, a Civil Air Patrol uh to begin with and we often say that the flexibility is the key to air power that that okay yeah but adaptability is the key to success mm-hmm. and as a parent if i can may give you some advice because i've been a parent a little bit longer than you have yeah. uh, you you have to adapt to whatever's happening you know or fail i mean like i guess you don't want to fail and i think most parents are going to do everything they can possibly do to not fail as a parent but uh, a lot of it is adapting to that okay plan b you know you always have to have what happens if this doesn't work well you better have a plan b and a plan c and a plan d because life is going to happen the baby's not going to consult you (laughs) he's going to do whatever he darn pleases which is kind of a cool thing i'm getting to that point you know it's a cycle that you where you start you end so i'm getting to that point where i don't care (laughs) care. that's right he just wants to be fed he wants to be wants to be be able to poop me too but uh, (laughs) (laughs) but adaptability is is key and again talking about character developing your character as a person as a mom as a 
uh, a wife, you have to adapt. The cadets, when I was out at the Air Force Academy, and I think you, I'm sure you've heard this phrase, uh, they uh, often said, embrace the suck. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, you know, okay, three days of non-sleep, embrace the suck. The, yeah. the, the, the thing, I think what the, the phrase that goes with that is, this too shall pass. Yeah. Embrace the suck because this too shall pass. So uh, that's for the rest of your life. And I hate to, to say that, and I, I hate to break it to you like this uh, <laughs> in, in public, but for the rest of your life, Deva, you're going to have to deal with it. Or, or you, I guess, again, you could choose not to, but I think you're going to choose to, because I, I remember when I was uh, younger, when we had our first kids, first one partic in particular, but we have two, uh, but uh, and they're both girls. And I thought, well, one day it'll be a lot better because they'll both each be married and they'll have a <laughs> husband to take care of them and I don't have to worry about it. Well, that doesn't happen. Now I take care of the daughters and the sons-in-law. And the grandkids, and you know, it gets bigger and bigger. And I thought I, by now I'd, I'd be it'd be easy, you know. Uh, and it is. But however, having said all that, I think you were getting to that point where it's great at the end. And I don't know that the end, as you figure things out, it's great to have a baby. It's great to have a, a son or a daughter. And and it's even better when you have grandkids. Now I probably won't be around by the time you have grandkids. But you'll remember that I told you it's wonderful having grandkids. I've got six of them, and I, I, I often think if I had known that it was going to be so much fun having grandkids, I wouldn't have had the kids. Oh, uh, okay. That doesn't work. So. <laughs> but it's, yeah, uh, I've heard I've heard that uh, having grandkids is like child self actualization. <laughs> you know, you, you <laughs> yeah. get all the fun, um, but but some of the some of the relief as well, and yeah. yeah. Um, some of the things that have been rolling around in my head that everybody has said is as a kid, I don't know if you remember this, but I do. Um, everybody would say like, well, enjoy that nap now. If you don't want to go take a nap, like you should enjoy taking a nap. I wish I could take a nap. Um, right. and then as a kid, you think you can go take a nap. Don't tell me what to do, whatever. Right. And, um, and that's true. Uh, and then also, you know, enjoy your childhood while you can, you know, go and do all the things that you want to do at any point in time. Um, but I have some news to break to some, our, some of our listeners, too, because my friend Faith just said the other day, she said, I remember whenever you said the joke, I'm going to take my baby to the club. Don't even <laughs> try and tell me I can't take my baby somewhere. I'm, I'm going to have a kid and I'm going to have all those experiences that everyone says I'm not going to have. And yeah. And uh, the truth is, I mean, I might uh, every once in a while choose to stay home with the baby instead of doing something else. But so far, we've gone out to restaurants with our friends. We've gone to I got to go check into I didn't go because it was four days after I'd given birth. But I did get to go see my friend on her bachelorette party. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I just popped my head in and said, hey, guys, I'm going to go lean back on this chair but I wanted to say hi to everyone and yeah. um so yeah I think you can choose to still have some of those experiences uh and we were talking about character development and sacrifice uh particularly I think that sometimes of course we need to sacrifice our sleep um and as parents so far I've learned that you need to sacrifice some of your own health um as far as sleep and you know I can't necessarily go work out in the gym for 2 hours every day by myself right now right. um but um there are some things that we can choose for ourselves I think um Jacob and I are working on trying to find a way so that we can both go work out at some point 
And so instead of just giving up on yourself and sacrificing everything, which I think some parents might um, have their children kind of rule their lives in that that way, like, you know, never going to be able to go to the gym or then you get resentful. I'm never going to be able to take a shower by myself, like (laughs) um, (laughs) trying to find some ways, I guess, for myself to to take some of that back as well as being able to take care of Joel um, and not having to sacrifice at all. And, And that's part of adapting. You know, yeah. you, you figure out what what you can do, how you can do it together. And there there are, you know, you're, you're, you're a creative person. You can figure that out and, you know, do it safely and the way you yeah. should, you know, morally and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, but, it, but yeah, it would be easy to play the victim and say, you know, yeah. you know, woe is me. I got, I'm stuck here. Well, sure. You can stay stuck or you can go take a walk, you know, and yeah. nowadays it's, it's uh, my office, my home office uh, looks out toward the, the streets out here and I, I live at 7,500 feet. So uh, a lot of people walk their dogs and kids and all that stuff. And I, sometimes some of the contraptions that I see for even their dogs, I think, wow, that's pretty cool that you can do that. You know, somebody created this gadget or this uh, machine that you can put your dog in, or you can put your dog and the kid in or whatever, you know, so uh, it, it'll work out. It'll work out. But uh, again, that's part of developing your character. And I think the first thing, and I think probably uh, last time we talked, uh, Deva, you reminded me that I told you there's a secret to this. Mm-hmm. And really, there is no secret to it. it <laughs> all oh, of us, we realize this eventually. It's it's about love. Yeah. You know, if, if you love someone, you're, you're willing to do what it takes. Again, like you just said, you're, you're uh, how old is he? A month, two months? Almost two months. He'll be two months uh, on the 15th of November. So two months ago... Uh, if we had had this conversation and I had asked you specifically, what is your purpose in your life? It would have been a different answer than what it is now. All of that stuff goes away. And I don't, like you just said, it doesn't go away. You just kind of put it away for another time. You'll be able to do other things. You know, all of the things that you wanted to do whenever, as he gets older, Uh, but now your purpose in your life has changed from being and doing stuff uh, from doing stuff to being a mom. Mm-hmm. And the, the purpose, I think, of all, all our parents should be, if, if it isn't, to love our kids. Love is is unconditional giving. Mm-hmm. Whenever, if and I think this is where parents go wrong. I used to mentor, uh, you know, uh, counsel a lot of parents because they, they would go astray. Uh, I love my kid because, okay, mm. if there's a because, then there's, you know, there's a that's transactional. As long as he's good, I love him. Well, yeah. what about when he's not good? Well, you should love him because he's your son. You know, there, there's, there should be no uh, caveat to that. Uh, I, I will love you as long as you do the dishes. And when you stop doing the dishes, I won't love you anymore. That's yeah. not love. So uh, with your kids, and, and you'll understand more as he grows up. Uh, Dr. Covey, I, I used to study with Dr. Stephen Covey, and he always said, the one that tests you the most is the one you need to love the most because there's some tension there that you, you want to go do something. He doesn't want to do it or whatever. Uh, that's when you really, uh, you're, you're tested as a parent and your love. The measure I think uh, Deva is, and, I, and I, I've done this several times when you can tell eventually you'll be able to do it with Joel, but when you can tell your child, your children, I love you. And they respond. I know hmm. that's it. That's it. And if, that, if that's a secret, that, that's not a secret, but that's, that's it. Uh, now, I don't do that with them, with my girls, when they're mad at me, 
because they won't say I know. <laughs> that could be the, the answer that they're thinking. But but nonetheless, I think that's the the that is the secret, if there is, the key to being a good parent. Just love them. Just love yeah. them. Figure that out. That's not easy. There, there's a, it's a hugely comp complex uh, uh, process, but that's all it is. It's simple. Just love them. So um, uh, I should maybe I should write a book on that. Love your kid. Another one. That's that's it. That would be one page. Just love your kid. Period. <laughs> Period. <Yeah>. Fourteen dollars. <laughs> yes, so, uh, well, that's it's good. been good to see you again. To talk to you again. We'll I'll get back in the the, uh, the routine here of doing this weekly. Uh, in the meantime, uh, like I said, just take care of that little guy because he really, really needs you right now, and you know that. Uh, mm -hmm. And you probably know, need him already. I think that probably there's a, some uh, space where you develop that idea that, man, I, I need him too, because this is my son. Oh yeah. So, I, I miss him. Yeah. Uh, even if I've just put him down for a little bit, I'm like, he's sleeping on his own. What? What are we holding? <laughs> yeah. Here. Yeah. 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 And, and you'll be watching him, you know, uh, breathe, make sure that he's breathing uh -huh. uh, all the things that you should be doing with your husband, but don't, don't worry. Don't worry about him. Your husband <laughs> will take care of himself. So, uh, okay. so uh, let, let's continue this uh, growth, this growth, uh, Grow, character growth as mm -hmm. a parent and as as you told me before we started the, the podcast you're thinking about writing a book on that great because there's a lot of youngsters your age and remind me 21 you haven't turned 22 yeah i am 21 okay the, there's a lot of people in your at your age that probably could use a, a tip or two and I'll be glad to help you. Now, I luckily, you're not nearby, so I can slap you upside the head because sometimes <laughs> parents want to do that, uh, although I wouldn't do that. But, yeah, uh, I'll take note. Okay, good enough. <laughs> good. Well, we'll see All you right, next week. You Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. We hope that there was something that you heard in this episode that will help empower you to become a better leader. A leader of character. If you'd like to connect with us, please email us at cloc at leadership and foresight.org. Until next time, be great. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight.